All-State, two-year starter, and rush in for the Big Red and NFL vet. This dudeness or uh, Duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. It's Blackshirt Jay Moore with Hale Varsity Radio. Back into it, it's Hale Varsity Radio, Blackshirt Monday. Jay Moore with us from Big Red Wrap-Up at Jay Moore. 44, you find him on Twitter, former Husker, black shirt and NFLer. Jay Bird, uh, another win. That's two in a row for Nebraska. 300 yards on the ground. That's a smile for a lot of Nebraska fans. And, oh, yeah, here comes Captain Khakis this Saturday. <laughs> yes, uh, Captain Khakis is on his way to uh, on his way to Lincoln. Lincoln. Um, now, again, it was, it was not a pretty win. It was a game that I'm like, oh, boy. Parts of the game, the game against Louisiana Tech, I was like, "This thing could they could lose this thing." And uh, we had, you know, they had some big plays called back and penalties. We had some big plays called back because of penalties. And but I, I'm not gonna where where we're at right now. I'm not gonna complain. Obviously, there's things to work on and build on and get better at. But you're you're two and two, and uh, that's all you can ask for currently with this football team. Jay. You know what? What did you you like about Nebraska, and you know what are some concerns you, you still have as not only Saturday unfolds but but beyond? Where where can this team get better, and where do you think they are? What they are? Yeah, I think I don't know. I, I think you look at the offense first. You know, they have some again pass protection has shown to be has shown to be an issue. And while they're, it's and it's weird. It's more kind of the slower play action. Mm-hmm. They they seem to give up. You know, there are guys. You know, I, I just don't think the guys, the up the front seven sometimes just they're not respecting the run game. You know, it just seems like they're just pinning their pinning their ears back and, and going. And maybe they guessed right and, and got lucky. But that that aspect was is is a little concerning against a against a Louisiana Tech defense that, you know, they're just not that good. And they're able to get home a few times and 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 make us look, you know, we're we're average offense at best, but you know, definitely look made us look below average in some aspects of of in that during that game. So that was always concerned. But again, the ability to get some big chunk plays win the run game, and I know a couple of them were called back because of penalty, and and one was definitely not a holding penalty at all. On, on that Anthony Grant touchdown. I don't, I'm still not sure what the referee was looking at. But anywho, uh, their ability to get some things going. And I think oh, what I'll take away from this game, offensively and defensively, is this: there was a chance this thing could have slipped away from them. And it was like, oh, man, you kind of were just like, here we go again, uh, a lesser opponent coming in here. You know, you're, we're a three-touchdown, you know, favorite. And they had a, they had a chance. But I, I, I look – and I see this team kind of getting over that, and they're able to say, "Okay, yeah, they're hanging in here. Let's get some, let's get some knockout punches." And they did that. And I, I, I think in in years past, Nebraska easily could have lost, you know, would have might maybe have lost this football game. And I, I just didn't. Obviously, that didn't happen. I just I saw them just not kind of keep their composure and not panic, not freak out. And they made enough plays on defense. They made enough plays offensively to to get this thing, you know, get the the W, get the you know one more in the win column. But and then you look, you know, defensively too, tackling was probably not the best. 
but they ran some tempo. They spread you out a little bit, and it, they got they got some they got some plays going and some some momentum going. But again, they got off the field when they needed to. They make some plays when they needed to. Got a turnover when they needed to. So it wasn't clean. I don't think this 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 team is going to be. <laughs> It's good. It's never going to be clean this year. I think you're just have to win ugly and, and just hate keep, you know, keep yourself in, in it. So through four games, that's, I, I think, just holding on for dear life and just making making what you can of it offensively. And just hopefully your defense can continue to play well and keep you in, in ball games. It's Jay Moore with us here talking Nebraska, Louisiana Tech, Tail Varsity Radio. And Jay, if you do want some some positive signs take away from the game, I have a couple and I want to get your take on them. The first being Nebraska came out flat against a directional school, if you will, that in years past, if Nebraska would have come out flat against a, a team of that ilk, they would have lost a football game at home, but they were able to rise through that and still get a, a pretty uh, comfortable win in the end at 28-14. to 14. That was a, a sign of of encouragement, I thought, moving forward, that Nebraska was able to overcome the fact that you come out and play pretty flat in the first and second quarter. Also, I think the offense has started to develop maybe not an identity, but at least some bread-and-butter plays that they can go to when they need a couple yards. The first being that triple option look, and Heiner Carberg maybe needs to pitch the ball a little bit more, but they were (laughs) picking up some chunk yardage whenever they are running that triple option from under center. Also, there's a, a... a power to the right side where they're pulling Ethan Piper around. They've been bringing in Teddy Prohaska as an extra offensive lineman on that side, caving down the line of scrimmage, and here comes Ethan Piper pulling through and, and cleaning stuff up. Mm-hmm. It feels like the Nebraska offense might have some plays that they can come back to and return to it in terms of just being plays that you're comfortable with to pick you up some yardage and uh, and be your bread and butter plays, if you will. Do you see those same signs of maybe optimism that I saw from Saturday? Oh, most definitely. I just chatted about that, you know, just previously. It did that game did definitely felt like a game in years past that you start off flat, you give an opponent like that momentum, you give them some breathing room, and they're going to take advantage of it. But Nebraska just came out, and when they need to make a play and kind of seize the momentum, they did that. So I think that's something to, to take from, and I think that shows the maturity of this team, uh, especially defensively. That when a play is needed to get made, they did. Now. Getting in the Big Ten play, I don't know. It's going to be that easy to say, "Hey, we got a, you know," or you got to play in your back pocket that you can dial up and just say, "Hey, hey, let's we're going to call this." But you know, we can get 15, 20, 30 yards out of it. I don't, I don't know. If that's going to be the case. But yeah, I think the the run game you, we've seen it. We the, the you know the power of the runs of the right side and the options with with Harburg. Those have been those have been really good play calls so far through two games. And for sure, this week they're playing the best defense they've seen so far this season. That's that's not that's that's that is not even up for question. So let's you know, are those you know we'll still see that they'll say sample of plays, but to to what degree, right? Or or we have to get a little more creative. Um, I don't know. This heading into Michigan, things are uh, tell you what's a really good football team. And offensively, I don't know if you if we have the ability to get super creative because I just don't know if we have the weapons to do so. Uh, can we can we line up by them and and run the football? I don't know. I know we'll try because we have to. We we're not you don't have the ability to stretch the field. I think you got to establish the run and then utilize play action off of it. Hopefully you find Fedoni or uh, Marcus Washington on the back end to to give you some help. Otherwise, I think it's going to be a healthy dose of of QB run game option. Anthony Grant, Emmett Johnson. Uh, heck, you might even see some fullback use this week. I don't know. You're going to you're going to have to open up the everything you have in in the in the cabinet this week to hopefully get some some uh, momentum going offensively. 
but I think you're, you know, those two things you said, Elijah, I, I would, I would definitely agree. Jay Moore's with us, black shirt Husker NFLer at Jay Moore forty four co-host, Big Red Wrap Up, Hail Varsity Radio. It's a black shirt Monday. What is your thought at quarterback? Is Harburg just kind of limited? Or do you think he could keep growing and, and get better? I know he's only had two starts, but I'm saying, is he ever going to be a threat? Do you think he can be a threat career-wise as, as a passer, not just a runner? I think so. It's He'll, he'll definitely get better in that, in that aspect of it. It's just, it's hard because it's, you know, it's a chicken or the egg argument. Is he a bad thrower? Does he not have time to throw? And he has not that many weapons to throw too. I don't know. I think it's a little bit of both. I think he's not as polished, and that's and that's completely fine. I think is Sims pro- uh, a more polished thrower, probably, but still, he's taking care of the football. Hard mm-hmm. that being Harburg, and that's what you have to do. And first and foremost, in, the, in to be a successful offense and be a successful football team, you got to take care of the football. You can't turn it over. Uh, I think if you can get him, uh, you know, I'm telling like a half a second. That's all. That's all a quarterback needs. You don't need a full extra second back. You just give him a little more time to let a play develop, or just have some more trust in that pocket and not be so antsy. That could be. That could pay off dividends for this offense as well. Uh, but again, he doesn't have a big. I'm talking a threat. Uh, Billy Kemp is a threat, right? But he's not a big body to throw to. Uh, Marcus Washington is a threat, but he's he's a bigger body, but he's not Trey Palmer, you know. And I think Fedoni is is a great option for him. They have history. They're uh, good buddies. So I think you'll continue to see that relationship build and, you know, lean on him. I think you should. Fedoni is a big target athletic. Uh, he saw the run after catch he made on that touchdown. You got to use him, utilize him. You can, and hopefully you got to make defenses respect him. And hopefully they can defenses will maybe put one, another guy on them or just lean one way towards them. And that helps open up someone else. I don't know, but uh, I don't think he's a, I don't think he's a bad thrower. I just think he needs some more time to develop and, and get comfortable in this offense and trust his offensive line and trust his weapons he had. It's just has only been two games. And if he continues to play, I think that trust and that relationship will continue to develop. It's Jay Moore with us here, Hale Varsity Radio. And Jay, let's flip it around here and talk the Husker defense just a little bit. The Husker defense currently the number one among Power 5 schools in stopping the run at just 1.8 yards per rush thus far this season. And that's important with Michigan coming to town, how much they like running the football. And that, that rushing defense is going to be tested. What's your take through the first couple of games this season? Is that legit Nebraska's rushing defense, or have they just gone up against some teams that maybe aren't going to commit to the run as, as well as some other schools that Nebraska's going to face in the Big Ten this year? Well, yeah, I, I don't think – I mean, Minnesota's not – I don't think it's the same Minnesota – from the run game perspective, I, we, but still we, we shut them down and out, you know, Colorado wise, they, they want to, you know, take it to there and spread you out and uh, Northern Illinois, you know, not the most potent run games either with Louisiana tech. They're not, they don't truly, they weren't trying to run the ball, but th- that's just the thing is to be a good defense. You have to always stop the run first. You got to make teams one dimensional. You have to be able to get them in third and predictable for a defense. And that's probably third, seven plus, to where you know it's probably obvious passing downs, and you can bring multiple looks, bring multiple pressure, pressures in that three-three-five to kind of confuse them. And in whether it's a zero pressure blitz or you're rushing three and bring them in, uh, holding back eight. So I'm not. They're good. They're really, really good. This defense is good in stopping the run. This defense, like I said, has been really good in in space and tackling. I, 
if there's one weakness I've seen so far, you know, it was probably in this last game tackling wasn't as great, you know. But again, you when you have a spread up tempo and some good receivers as Louisiana Tech did, you're probably going to make make a miss a couple tackles. But I tell you what, they they did a good enough job. Uh, but they're going to get tested this week. You're going to see it. And uh, the, the nice thing is, is what Michigan likes to do is is a lot of what Nebraska likes to do too, and, and practice with those pro style 21 personnel 22 personnel type of looks where they're going to get in there and and it's just here it comes and you know it's coming can you stop it so it's been fun to see you know that chess match going back to see okay through four games of this year nebraska is supposed to be one of the best in the country if not the best now you're arguably playing one of the best running attacks in most physical teams in the nation how you hold up it's gonna be fun to see and that's it's it's gonna be the best test uh, so far of the season and now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Jay Moore's with us, Black Shirt Husker NFLer at Jay Moore Forty Four, co-host, Big Red Wrap Up, Hale Varsity Radio. It's a Black Shirt Monday. Jay, let's get your take on Michigan. Are you optimistic? What's what's a win Saturday, other than the obvious, an outright win? And uh, Vegas doesn't think that's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be tough sledding. I just don't think this offense is going to be able to do enough unless some fluky things happen. Uh, you know, we get touchdowns and, or block kicks or somehow on special teams. Uh, I just don't foresee. I'm not that optimistic. I think the defense can keep you into it. But I just don't. I think the offense has got to be able to score in the 20s to keep Nebraska in this. I just don't foresee our offense being able to do that, you know, to score three touchdowns or whatever it may be to make this – to give ourselves a chance. This, Michigan's defense is really, really good. Uh, I don't, I mean, again, I know Michigan hasn't played uh, anybody yet this season either, but they're going to see much better offenses. And I'm pretty sure they've seen better offenses than ours uh, through their first four games as well. So I, I honestly, I think this is a, this, this feels like a 31, 10, uh, 28, 13, just type of ball game to me. I, I think, Again, early on, Nebraska has some opportunities. Can't can't capitalize. I just don't think our offense can can give us give us any chances. The only way we do have a chance to win this thing or win, like I said, it's going to have to be some fluky stuff. Uh, a punt, kick return, you know, punt returns, uh, block kicks, or somehow for touchdowns, and or Michigan just turns the ball, to, you know, turns it over a ton. And we, you know, as good as the defense has seen, we've seen so far with Nebraska, they haven't done a great job of creating turnovers. So with that being said. I just I think it's gonna be tough sled and and uh, almost almost a death by a thousand paper cuts type of a game where it's just never nothing huge no big plays you're not getting gashed it's just like bam you know uh, Nebraska does defense does does a good job but they punt it they pin you down there you know and Nebraska's offense not able to do much you know they get Michigan's you know good field position you get touchdowns they get field goals just kind of one of those slow methodical moving type of games where. It just seems like Nebraska really never has a chance. Jay, the theme in college football this year has seemingly been coaches finding a way for their team to be disrespected before they go play a big game. And I want to ask you, with Michigan coming to town, if you're in Matt Rule's shoes, do you find an angle of disrespect to hit on this week to give your team some extra motivation? I'm sure he's looking. Uh, he probably won't make it public if he does find something. Uh, Coach Harbaugh's good, too. They're smart up there. They're not going to get and board material. You don't want to do that. Yeah, but it seems like in every major game we've had so far this year, there's been a lot of bulletin board material. But it's it's hard because 
I just don't think that's sustainable, right? Always finding, always looking for that disrespect or uh, they made it personal. Because sometimes making it personal, is, it's going to wear out after a while. And you just got to have the maturity and and the ability to attack every week the same way, no matter if they make it personal or not. I think that's what good football teams are able to do. Uh, but if they want to throw someone out there to to wet our whistle a little bit, <laughs> you'll be it. But I said, you know, I just don't, I don't foresee that happening. Coach Harbaugh and his, they got, it's, he's a good, got a good, he's a good coach, mature staff, and we're going to have to create our own energy and our own enthusiasm and our own motivation. You know, yeah, you're playing, you're, you're playing the number two team in the nation. <laughs> you, you better, you want to show, you want to get respected. Hey, you go, you go, you go show out in the field at two thirty on Saturday afternoon. Otherwise you get embarrassed. And again, it's just like, Hey, this is just another rebuilding season for Nebraska and, and Matt rule. Jay, couple of thoughts with uh, bulletin board, anything ever stick in your mind, pro or college that, that ticked you off or your teammates? Not really. I, and again, I'm dating myself and make myself sound older, but you honestly had to say something to a reporter and had to get it written up, you know, to, to see it nowadays with, social media a guy could post something and you could find it and read it and, and make that whatever it is we didn't have that option even you know even playing professionally it was that stuff was few and far in between i just don't remember ever having it or ever caring to pay attention to it I, I, and i didn't need it personally i never felt like i needed it i had enough motivation to i mean i was i was wound so tight before games and you know and i was usually visiting the you know the porcelain gods for the football game you know the games that was so wound up so i didn't need it and that's honestly i i need to figure out how to calm myself down more before games i didn't need any extra motivation so times are different now are you pacing around slamming into lockers no not that i just was like i you know i was i was the i was a guy you know sitting by his locker but you know just 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 keyed in and I would just get so nervous for games. I had to, you know, I usually threw up and, mm. and then if I didn't throw up then and a lot of times I throw up at halftime too. I just, just weird. I don't know <laughs> just how I was. Uh, and usually once the play, the game started, I was fine, mm-hmm. but it's almost just that anticipation going up to that first, that first play, that first series that uh, just kind of the, not necessarily the fear of the unknown, but just, you know, you just had to get, got to get in the flow of the game, and that's where I needed to be. And so I just, I never needed any extra motivation. I just never did. I was one of those guys that I was always, I was always keyed in, and like I said, wound, wound very, very tight heading into football games. Jay, when you talk about that nervousness before the game, one guy who I'm sure was nervous before his game this weekend was Travis Kelsey with Taylor Swift in attendance. <laughs> I want to get your thoughts. Was there ever any moments that stand out in your playing career uh, that you had a little extra nervousness because of who was in the stands? Nope. Uh, no, no, I never had anything like that. Um, any any teammates that dated famous people? Gosh, I think, if I remember correctly, I think Vernon Davis, when I was the 49ers, might have might have been dating like Serena Williams. Hmm. Maybe. And I think that might have been a short, a very short stint. I, I kind of vaguely remember that. But gosh, no, I I can't think of any celebrity A-list type people coming to games. Yeah. And that was and again, San Francisco when I was the 49ers, they weren't very good. Uh you know, I was with the Rams. We sure as hell weren't any good. 
Uh, I was with the Titans a little bit. I was never with them during the season. So, uh, no, I can't. I wish I had some fun stories to tell you, boys, but I, I, I don't have. I can't think of any. I, who's you your, know, I just, I, who's I was, your roommate? I was going underneath the radar. What's your, that? Your roommate was the middle linebacker. What's his name? Yeah, Pat, well, Patrick Willis. Patrick, I mean, yeah. he, he had options, didn't he? Oh, he had plenty of options. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> he had plenty of options. Uh, but, no, he. I think, you know, he's – he stayed. Uh, he didn't. Ha- I don't think he was into the whole celebrity dating type of thing. Well, last thought: seventy points by the Dolphins. Oh, we had to go there. Well, I, I didn't say against who. I didn't say against Elijah's Broncos. Yeah, is that, that supposed was... to happen in the NFL? No, it's not. It's not. What I, kind of question is that, was... Schmitty? <laughs> it's not supposed to. I I I was watching the game, turned it, and then took a little nap. And then I got back up and I looked at my phone and I saw, I checked, I, I just get updates on the scores. And I was like, I had to like refresh it. I'm like, this can't be right. And I looked at the, you know, the, how it played out from, you know, all the touchdowns. I'm like, holy smokes, what is, what is going on? Sorry, Elijah. That's, you guys got to, you know, what going on in, uh, in Denver. It's hard to watch, man. Hey. Even, I don't, I don't care how good a coach, uh, Sean Payton is. That's a mess going on in Denver right now. Tanking for Caleb Williams. Next week, Bears, Broncos, loser gets Caleb Williams. It's going to be a He'll stay in college another year. <laughs> Penix it is. There's options. <laughs> yeah, I like Penix. Good call. Jaybird, we'll, we'll talk next week. Thanks for a few minutes today. Yep. Thanks, boys.